Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. CBS Radio brings you The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. Oh, Mr. Cranshaw, could I see you a minute? No, Faber, come in, come in. I'm just leaving. I have an appointment out of the office. Oh, well, I won't keep you for a minute, Mr. Cranshaw. I wanted to explain about the letter. What letter? Oh, the business letter from Oslo, Norway. Oh, yes. Uh, what about it? Well, you asked me to take it home yesterday and get my wife to translate it, but... Uh... Oh, yes, yes, yes. Well, um, how did she make out? Well, <laughs> this is a little embarrassing, Mr. Cranshaw. I'm, I'm afraid it's one of those ridiculous misunderstandings. Though we've never really discussed it, I was under the impression that my wife had learned Norwegian when she was a little girl. Yes, and, yes, yes, from her grandfather. Yes, yes. Well, it seems that <laughs> when I handed her the letter to translate, she, well, she didn't remember as much as I thought she did. Well, give her time, Piper. She's out of practice. It takes a while for languages to come back to you. She has to brush up. Yeah, I, I, I know that, but apparently she doesn't know enough to even brush up. <laughs> and I'm very embarrassed that I gave you the idea that she could speak Norwegian. Well, what did you expect? That she'd rattle it off like a native after all these years of no practice? Oh, well, no, 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 Mr. Cranshaw. Yes, but... I'm sure you did expect that, Piper. And that's one of your faults. You're too impatient. I know you. You probably went home and said, here, quick, translate this Norwegian letter. And your wife was flabbergasted. Yeah, well, that's putting it mildly... The truth is, Mr. Cranshaw... The truth is, you embarrassed her instead of encouraging her. Now, you know how I feel about wives helping their husbands in business. And if you make a business trip to the Scandinavian countries this year, Mrs. Piper's knowledge of the language can be a great asset to you. Mr. Cranshaw, my wife doesn't understand Norwegian at all. She did once. She will again. I give her time for it to come back. 
<laughs> the trouble is, Piper, you don't understand your wife. Now, when you get home from the office, be more patient. Encourage her efforts to be a help to you. Positive thinking, my boy. Oh, honey, don't slam the door. I just got Bobby asleep. He's fretted all afternoon. Hope he's not getting a cold or something. Hi, dear. What's the matter? The plot thickens. Huh? What'd you say? Why do you just stand there staring at me? What's the matter? Well, at least take off your hat and coat and come in and sit down, dear. You're home. What is it? Do you remember how mad you were at me yesterday? I was? No, I remember. About what? When I came home and asked you to translate a business letter for Mr. Cranshaw from Oslo, Norway. You, oh. you remember that? <laughs> I sure hope so. Don't be silly. Of course I remember I wasn't mad at you, dear. I just thought it was so... Well, so fantastic for you to ever have told Mr. Cranshaw that I understood Norwegian. I mean, where you ever, ever, ever got such a wild idea is... Well, really I could not fantastic. have just made it up out of the clear well, blue. You you no, grant that. No, I grant that at some time or other I may have said I learned a few Norwegian words when I was a child from my grandfather, but I never, dear... I never told you I spoke it. Never. Listen, never, I... Never, never. And why, why you would ever have told Mr. Cranshaw such a thing, I... I didn't. You did. I don't know what you're talking about. What, what do you mean I... Well, you thought this whole ridiculous situation was my fault. Well, I'd like to point out to you that it isn't my fault at all. You're the one who told Mrs. Cranshaw that you understood Norwegian. I told Mrs. Cranshaw? Mm-hmm. What are you... T- that is why I said it when Cranshaw kept insisting today that I, I should be patient with your efforts to brush up. And, and I was trying to tell him that there was nothing to brush up, that I was sorry I'd ever given him the idea. He said that I hadn't told him that you said yourself that as a child you spoke Norwegian before you even spoke English, something like that. Why? Yet, and that I... you were sorry you'd never kept it up and all that. What? Never! Well, he has certainly got me mixed up with somebody else. I, I, I Darling, mean, I know that's just what I well, thought until is... suddenly it rang a bell. What rang a bell? We were invited to dinner at the Cranshaw's, and, and during dinner... Dinner? Why, we haven't been there to dinner for ages, at least two or more, more than two years all ago. All right, all right, all right. That's when it was, when, and Mrs. Cranshaw was telling us about a trip her sister took to Norway. Do you remember? No. Oh, yes, you do. Yeah. Her sister took this, this ten-day boat trip along the coast of Norway to see the beautiful scenic mountains and the fjords, and, and, and then Mrs. Cranshaw read us her sister's 20-page letter describing the mountains and the fjords. Oh, and, yes. Yes, and somewhere yes. along the line you mentioned that you'd had a Norwegian grandfather. Well, yes, I guess so. I probably did. And do you remember that when Mrs. Cranshaw was reading her sister's letter, her sister had, had written a couple of Norwegian words, and, and when Mrs. Cranshaw read them, you criticized her pronunciation. I did. You did. The boss's wife, I criticized her pronunciation. That's right. Oh, that's great. That's very nice of me. How to get ahead in this world, huh? Well, I'm sorry. I don't remember that at all. I Not kicked you under the table. Your leg was sore for a week. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, I remember. Oh, for heaven's sakes. Well, I didn't do anything so awful. I even remember what it was. It was thank you. 
Her sister, that's who it was, said, uh, said she'd learned some Norwegian. A thousand thanks. And Mrs. Cranshaw said, Tusen tack, and it's Tusen talk. That's all I said. It's all I could have said, because it's about all I know myself. Well, boy, you certainly said it like an authority, I'll tell you that. You mean to sound superior? I don't remember that I did. Well, I remember that Mrs. Crenshaw was pretty darn surprised, and she asked you if you spoke Norwegian, and you smiled modestly and answered in Norwegian. Answered in... Yes, dear. I did not. I couldn't have... Well, if I did, the the only thing I remember is is Ica Somegat, which, you know, not very much, or... Something like that. Well, darling, you didn't say it that way. And by golly, I remember now that you told him that you'd learned it from your grandfather when you were small. And you used to chatter merrily in Norwegian. I never said that I chattered merrily in Norwegian. I never even chattered merrily in English. I was a very quiet child. Ask my mother. I will. In fact, I think I'll have quite a talk with your mother the next time we see her. I'm going to ask her why she didn't bring her little girl up not to tell lies. Oh. (laughs) Never pays, does it? Sooner or later, it catches up with you, huh? Huh? Well, if I exaggerated, it's probably because you kicked me under the table and I I was trying to cover up my tactlessness in correcting Mrs. Cranshaw's pronunciation. Maybe I was hoping to prove I did know what I was talking about. I, oh, I didn't say I once spoke Norwegian fluently. Mr. Cranshaw's recollection is that you spoke it better than you spoke English. Oh. Actually, I, I don't think it was so much what you said as what oh, you implied. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Well, anyhow, don't worry about it. It's kind of funny, really. Doesn't seem very funny to me. Why is it if you, if you just know even a few words of a foreign language, you've got to show off? I'm just as bad as these people who say, Oh, merci beaucoup to the head waiter hoping he'll think they speak French, which they don't at all. Oh, I've certainly got to teach Betsy not to exaggerate. You're right, it really catches up with you. Oh, really? I just feel terrible. I had no idea I ever did anything. I just haven't any... Oh, well, forget it, forget it. Forget it. it. You've already told Mr. Cranch I really don't understand Norwegian. Apparently he doesn't believe you. I must have laid it on so thick. Or do you think I... think I humiliated Mrs. Cranch also by correcting her that... She's trying to get even with me now by showing me up, maybe. Oh, you know, so stop that I make it. A Look, now, don't upbraid yourself. Oh, well, you to begin with, Mr. Cranshaw couldn't even be as devious as that if he wanted to. He's got a one-track mind. All he can think about is that if the company sends me to Scandinavia this year on business, his wife, my wife, will be right by my side translating, which proves his theory that a wife should help her husband along the road to success. Well, since I can't speak the language, though, dear... Well, don't worry about it. Everybody there speaks English anyhow. Well, if everybody over there speaks English anyhow, why did Mr. Crenshaw get this business letter written in Norwegian? Oh, yeah. Well, that I don't know. Now, put your coat back on, please. Drive down to the public library. They called today. They found their Norwegian English dictionary. Oh, well, look, we're not, we're not going to bother again with trying to translate At that. least give me a chance to save my face. Now, please, get the dictionary. Oh, look, for Pete's sake, honey, are you going to spend all evening trying to translate that letter? 
I haven't been at it long. I had to get dinner and do dishes and get the children to bed. Now, let's see. V-I, 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 V apparently means we. And brev, B-R-E-V, means letter. Now, what does Forson Delson mean? Oh, you got some of it translated already? F-O-R. Well, the first sentence wasn't hard, dear. I'm sort of playing this by ear, you know. (laughs) Let's see. We acknowledge your letter of February 13th. Hey, very good. Oh, rather elementary, my dear Watson. (laughs) Since it was obvious that said 13th of February, I just gathered Norwegian businessmen are probably no different than American businessmen, and you... Always start your business letters that cut-and-dried way. We acknowledge your letter of February 13th, and in reply, we wish to say... (laughs) Yeah, well, in reply, what do they wish to say? Well, that's what I don't know. I've looked up all the words. I can't put them together. It don't make sense. Well, what does O.G. mean? And. A-N-D. And. O.G. as the Ogvihar undersuk for Holde Medforce and Delson. Forsendels and some are some air comet bore under by now. Forsendels means shipment. Could this be about a shipment of something? Would the letter be about? Well, yeah, yeah, sure, in all probability. Well, V E I means road. Oh dear, I've looked up each word, but when I put them together, it doesn't make any sense at all. Well, it must make some sense. Just give me a rough translation. Well, it's no good yet. Wait, dear, until I get to give me a rough translation. Oh, and we have examined conduct of shipment 37584, which has eloped under the road. Oh, eloped under the road. <laughs> so, if it's true that one shipment of something has run off and married another shipment of something, and they're living under a viaduct, then we're all right. Otherwise, I'm inclined to think the sentence needs further study. Give me the dictionary. <laughs> If a shipment of Norwegian ski sweaters married a shipment of Norwegian ski pants, would all their children be she's? Oh, I'll <laughs> cut it out now, will you? Don't you get it, dear? In Norwegian ski is pronounced she. You know, she. Oh, come on! I laugh at your joke. Okay, all right, all right. Very funny, very funny. Now, look, yeah, I suggest you kid, I give up on this translating oh, project. I, I hope you have learned a lesson in the future. Don't exaggerate <laughs> when you're telling something. Hmm. Why are you smiling? Thinking of last year when you told Aunt Effie and me how well you spoke French, and then when we got to France... Look, I did fine now. It was the French people who ought to learn how to speak French. (laughs) Okay, all right, we're all guilty of exaggerating, but nevertheless... Don't rub it in, dear. Now I've learned a lesson I really have. Hi, folks, this is Mitch, CBS Radio Miller. Even a bearded musician can see we're in a race of scientific preparation with another big power. Between ourselves, the race will be decided by brain power. Our colleges, to deliver for democracy, need help to expand and to staff themselves, to do the job. The whole story is in a free booklet. Get it by writing Higher Education, Box 36, Times Square Station, New York 36, New York. That's Box 36, Times Square Station, New York 36, New York. The Couple Next Door stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. 